0: And I'm Matt Hanna.
1: And this is Horror Hour with the Hanna's. Where we
0: talk about all your childhood trauma.
1: And the wise words of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Today's episode is a podcast about hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend, return guest, Matthew Dalton. Hello.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello, I'm I'm back again. <laughs> I'm back. Every time I think I get out, they keep pulling me back in. <laughs>
1: You're happy to be here. Shut up. You'll
0: remember him from Malignant and from our Season 1 wrap-up where he... Uh,
1: and Rocky Horror.
0: And Rocky Horror. But I was going to say where he pitched Malignant 2000. I did pitch Malignant 2000. I am still awaiting a call, but that's okay.
1: Our most frequent return guest.
0: So far. <laughs>
1: and I'll probably stay that way.
0: What's up? So today, tell them what we're doing, Hannah.
1: We what are... Yeah. we did. Yeah, well, we watch four episodes.
0: from Tell Child. them what we did. We
1: watched four episodes from childhood TV shows and we will be discussing three of them.
0: Yes yeah <laughs> they were all ones that uh, we brought to the table that gave us some kind of fear at some point in our lives. So.
1: Plus an episode of Drake and Josh <laughs> that I thought I remembered being scary and we learned wasn't. Yep. So shout out to Drake and Josh season three episode Alien Invasion for not being scary.
0: All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll kick it off with the episode I actually like legitimately pitched for this, which was the SpongeBob episode. You could probably guess what it is. It is Graveyard Shift season two, episode 36A.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a classic. I, I mean, hey, Hannah, you want to give the yeah. give us a little plot description. Okay. From in memory.
1: A, in a power powerful indictment of capitalism, the every man has to deal with <laughs> this extremely annoying, high-pitched uh a co-worker. It's
0: the freaking hash-slinging For slasher episode. That goddamn episode.
1: When his piece-of-shit boss decides him, to make him work extra, hilarity <laughs> ensues when he decides to play a joke on an annoying coworker.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know what you love it. It's the hash-slinging slasher episode. Yes, I assume everyone's seen this one. Slash-slinging.
1: slash-slinging.
0: The, the trash bringing, yeah. Trash-slinging. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... You know, I'll just say right away, SpongeBob is as good as I remember it. It's so, it's maybe better, especially early seasons. Uh, yeah, it is so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> it's, I will say, it is not so scary, but it is so funny. No,
1: it wasn't scary. No, it's not scary. It made sense as to why I had watched it as a child and felt okay with it.
0: I will say though, and if everyone remembers the ending with uh, Nosferatu from mm. the movie. Oh wait, that movie's not called Nosferatu. What's it called? I don't know. The original vampire basically is in it. I don't know how they get the rights to show him on camera, like from no, the it's movie. it's called
1: Nosferatu. Oh, it is called
0: Nosferatu. That had some other name.
1: 1922 film oh, wow. Nosferatu, my man. Well,
0: I remember that being burned in my brain and actually scaring me a lot when, Think not that- when I watched the episode, but when I got into bed that night as a kid. He was at, He was there. Oh yeah, you remember Nosferatu.
1: I don't think I think it like has a longer name than that, but it's mm-hmm. definitely called Nosferatu. Yeah, Nosferatu, a symphony of horror.
0: That I knew was a symphony, symphony of something. Of there we go. Okay. But it is
1: Nosferatu. Yeah, that part. Well, as when I was younger, I didn't know what Nosferatu was or who that was, so I was just confused as fuck. I was like, who is this dude that they think is funny? That is just like a guy.
0: Yeah. Also, is just like a terrifying looking guy.
1: Yeah. What is happening?
0: That was the genius of SpongeBob though there was like just so much ridiculous stuff. They were doing like family guy cutaways before family guy existed with just like weird, like especially when it, it would cut to people like normal people, like, I like just do a dude playing drums to do like the rim shot yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Like using those sort of like cutaway moments is such a smart and funny and interesting way to like bring more into it. Um, and throwing Nosferatu into the end of that, Episode is so, like, bananas off the walls. (laughs) That it's it's perfect. And, uh, yeah. It really does work.
1: I found watching this as an adult that I relate to Squidward more than I would ever have hoped to. (laughs) I know as a child, you're like, fuck that guy. And then as an adult, I'm like, yeah. Like, when your job demands more of you than you're being paid for, I'd be pissy, too. Like... Squidward I would is almost... also be reading a book on the job. I have read a book on the job many a time.
0: <laughs> I will say Squidward is almost entirely in the right if you go back and watch that show. Yeah. Always. Yeah, dude's just trying to, like, mind his own business. <laughs> and he just gets fucked with constantly. He really needs an, an HOA, I think, <laughs> to not deal with those two. <laughs>
1: yeah, he does. If the HOA, if one existed, so have, they, many, so much of this nonsense wouldn't be occurring.
0: SpongeBob should be evicted. To be honest. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this this episode. Because I mean, I want to say what I what I liked is yeah. I, it's, it's hard to complain about SpongeBob because when I go back to these early seasons, one, it looks so good. And I like forgot how good this like old hand-drawn style looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did say, I was like, damn, they really got some great voice actors yeah. in the booth together they're for so this good. show. And it's like, I know that the show's still running and they're still there. But, like, these early seasons is really impressive. Yeah, it is truly wild, the talent. I don't think I had really put it together until recently, but I'm pretty sure the guy who played Mr. Krabs was in Shawshank Redemption. Who did he play? Do you know? I think he's one of, like, the main guards in the prison. I think you... I think he's the dude who tries to throw... Him off the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. How did you figure this out? So, I had uh, seen... Um, oh my god, you're totally right. Yeah, so I had seen like a video of them like doing an episode live for like an audience once, and I was looking around at them, and then I saw a clip like like years later. I saw a clip from Shawshank Redemption, which was that scene where he's trying to throw him off, and I was like, Oh wait, that's the and he talks, and you can sort of hear it in his voice. I'm trying to find it. It looks like him, and I'm like, Oh my find god, it. Is no, that he the is Captain oh, <laughs> Byron yep.
1: Hadley yep. in oh, Shawshank man. Holy Redemption. Holy shit, he's yeah. also
0: in Starship Troopers. I just saw.
1: Pet Sematary That's funny, Clancy too. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> i feel like this is such a perfect way to do a scary quote-unquote horror episode for kids just because it does play on real life things that are like mildly scary at least like i still don't love the dark so being <laughs> the spongebob having to take the trash out i get it bro and then like fucking around with your coworker, and then being like oh no
0: it's is just telling scary stories. Yeah,
1: Who, I but mean, then you know, like how, having it bite you in the ass. Yeah, feels right for me. Being
0: around the campfire, telling a scary story, and then you know just scaring yourself with it. Yeah, it's classic,
1: relatable. Once content. you're away from
0: from the goofiness. Yeah, it is. I think you're right. Just like kind of a perfect little horror for kids, and I don't know that SpongeBob has a lot of scary episodes except no. this one. Yeah, it's scary. It's a very much definitely had to be a Halloween episode.
1: I can't it, think of anything. It's great else Halloween. Similar. Vibes.
0: Has some good, um especially when they finally introduced the Hashling Slasher, like, mm-hmm. good atmosphere. I, I really, it seemed like they are having fun with it, the way it was drawn up and everything. It looks good. Yeah. I uh, I quite enjoyed it. And I do, I remember even as a kid, like, especially that shot of him getting off the bus and the bus pulling away mm-hmm. and it's just those the red shadow. eyes and the silhouette. I yeah. was like a little spooked as a yeah. kid. <laughs> I'm being like, this is, I'm, I'm holding onto my blankie a little extra tight.
1: Holding oh, to my blankie.
0: <laughs> there is? were... There are so many, like, cartoon horrors that just, uh, like, obliterated me. And I wouldn't say this was one of them. No. But I'm one of, I, if, if this episode does well, we'll be doing more of them. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure, you know, I, it's funny. We start talking about Nosferatu. And I, I will just say, and I'll leave it at this. I remember there being a very scary vampire Hey Arnold episode that I did not think about. I don't know if either of you saw that one, no. but no, there's that, implication you know. that one of the characters is an actual vampire at the end of the episode, and ooh, that's what, like, ooh, kept me up at night. Spooky. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
1: What do you think the scariest part of this episode is?
0: <laughs> the walls was lose it? green slime!
1: That would be fucking Wait, scary. Wait, they always
0: do that? <laughs> if my walls
1: started losing green slime,
0: I, I think would happen in this apartment,
1: to be fair. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> you if can't. it started.
0: Yeah, we couldn't rule it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we really can't. <laughs> Uh, my scariest part is definitely when your job demands too much of you
0: yeah right at the beginning <laughs> right Mr. Krabs says we're open 24 hours I
1: was like oh my god the whore
0: yeah. <laughs> the Krusty Krab really only has two employees I've noticed uh, yes yeah well, somebody maybe needs to get some uh, labor law some lawyers unions. in there you know
1: <laughs> get some unions in here
0: yeah I can see I can see the rat outside of uh, the Krusty Krab yeah, yeah the big rat <laughs>
1: Spongebob definitely with like neglect any well, of the labor laws anyway. he's a
0: scab for sure spongebob oh, is such big a scab again yeah, squidward's always in the right wait no he did there is a uh, episode where they go on strike holy shit i just remember that oh yeah, yeah. crab unfair yeah mr Krabs is in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep
1: this show is wow too smart for its own good little me did not pick up on <laughs> any of this
0: what scared you the most matt was it Nosferatu? Um, as a kid, it was definitely Nosferatu. That's me too. <laughs> I, I think honestly, like as a kid, I you know I, I I could feel it just like the welling up of that climactic. He gets off the bus. He comes in. He you know taps on the the front door with the spatula hand. You're like, oh my god, it's actually happening. <laughs> yeah, he's actually a hashling slasher.
1: <laughs>
0: How scary!
1: And it's just an ugly dude. With a spatula. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay, Hannah. Jesus.
1: They make him look and sound dorky. It's definitely purposeful. But I'm like, that's nerdy guy. Well, Spongebob has an answer
0: for you because in the bubble bowl episode, the band geeks they go and see real people and go, These are some ugly fish (laughs) And the one guy's like, I think I'm gonna be sick, so that's you.
1: Yeah, it is me.
0: They got an answer for everything. Hate fish. It's true.
1: I do. I hate them.
0: All right, anything else you want to say about SpongeBob or you want to go to the next uh, nightmare-inducing childhood episode?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Honestly, I just pitched this because I wanted to rewatch it. It's a great episode.
0: SpongeBob. SpongeBob <laughs> yeah. is the shit. All right.
1: Laughed out I'll, loud.
0: I'll, I'll introduce the next one because this one was the actual one that gave me nightmares and kept me up at night, and Talking to Mad it did as well, which was Courage the Cowardly Dog, the Curse of King Ramsius Nope, that-
1: King Ramsius Curse. King Ramsius uh-huh. Curse. Season 1, Episode 5A.
0: And my god, one first of all, courage was great, absolutely loved it. I don't you're know how they got away. You're
1: supposed to be away. telling your feelings, you're supposed
0: no. to be. Oh, sorry, so I have to tell to be you what happens. All right, summarizing this episode, yeah, amateur sure it. amateur. All right, so basically, these dudes steal a slab, and then courage finds the slab, and it's from a museum, and it's King, King Ramses' slab. And then King Ramses shows up and is like, Return the slab, suffer my curse, and it's really scary. That's good. And then Courage, you know, does his Courage thing and protects Hustis and Muriel. And uh, there's a bunch of plagues and then they get rid of it. And then Hustus keeps it and he ends up uh, locked up in a tomb.
1: My briefer synopsis was Sad Puppy has abusive owner that continues over and over again to put his dog and wife at risk.
0: Mm -hmm. That's the whole show. You haven't watched it. so so, That is true, actually. I
1: have to say, I had never watched Courage the Cowardly Dog until like... A month and a half ago and i've watched two and a half episodes oh. i yeah very impressive what the fuck is with this man like i don't understand how i'm <laughs> supposed to like be happy that courage was adopted when his parent is abusive
0: no you, oh my god he is but muriel's awesome
1: yeah but like why they like pitch it like it's this happy thing, like this dog got adopted, which is happy. Oh, it is not a happy show They have show. nice parents.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it. He does. Muriel's nice.
1: Yeah, but Eustace is Oh uh, yeah. Awful. Yeah, he is. That's really just, like, terrible. But
0: he always gets what's coming to him.
1: I know, I just feel like the <laughs> I opening can't believe sequence like pitches it as like
0: no, So you, happy, you, puppy you, get adopted. Cur- no, Courage has everything he has to he's got he does everything for Muriel. All right, that's his mom. <laughs> I Can't forget that complaint. You need to watch more of the show. Either. Anyway, I want to say this show was oh. responsible for countless nightmares for me. Oh shit! Um, yeah, no, this show. I am shocked that it was on air to be honest, because it was serious in a lot of ways, covered some serious topics, and was also very scary for a child. Um, but this episode specifically was what I found to be the scariest as a kid, um, and I think it's all because King Ramses is horrific. And Matt, I know you can back me up on this. They use he's, – he's a CGI, right? It is a different animation yeah. than the rest of the show and I've – like as a child, I wasn't prepared <laughs> yeah, it's for awful. something to look different when everything else looks the same. And it just – it became so impactful and it hit me so strongly. Um, yeah, many a nightmare. And he's oh. on screen a lot, oh, and it's, it's so the same his, shot. His movements are so weird. And and his fluid, voice. and ugh. And I, I do remember like that. I hid every single time, like because he would watch the episode, or I turned, the, I would change the channel. Yeah, the episode, I put my on. like hands in front of my eyes yeah, every time he showed up, mm-hmm. and that was like I would lay in bed and I would see him when I closed my eyes. Oh my God. It is creepy CGI form on the on the hand drawn background. And, uh, no, it was, it was fucked up. This show was really scary as a kid. Yeah. I
1: will give it to you that I'm just like imagining young me when my parents got divorced <laughs> and I would go to Horrific. my dad's. <laughs> yeah. Trauma right there. When I would go to my dad's on Thursday nights, because for some reason I was part of the arrangement. I slept at my dad's <sighs> on Thursdays and I had a TV in my room, which oh I didn't God. have at my mom's. And so I would like put on something innocent and in my sleep. Like, either lay on the remote or maybe I watch like Scooby Doo or something, and then I'd wake up to shit like to this. Courage, yep. And I'd be like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> and I can just like imagine
0: Return whatever year
1: old me, mm-hmm. like 10 year old me, waking up to this shit.
0: No, that's how it went. Nightmare. What's for crazy sure. though is this wasn't like a late night program, this was a kid's program.
1: No, I know. They It's
0: even scary. I was it. just
1: kind of scared of everything on Cartoon Network though. I no, like,
0: it's the best. Cartoon Network is the really superior.
1: <laughs> it really fucked me up. Yeah. I don't know why.
0: Cartoon Network in general sort of had like that weirder, weirder animation style overall. Like, it wasn't for They me. swung so wide. But I think specifically with Courage the Cowardly Dog, like this was fully focused on being a children's horror show. It was, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, this is exactly what they were setting out to do. It was weird as like, it was absolutely weird as fuck. I believe there's a swami that plays the saxophone and she's a reoccurring character in a lot. <laughs> Um, but it's super weird and it's my understanding from talking to, to people is that everybody sort of has that episode Mm -hmm. of Courage Cowardly Dog that they found really disturbing. Um, and like Matt, this, this was mine. This was mine too. This was absolutely mine. I could not handle it, but I've heard a few other interesting like answers to that question. Um, and a lot of like. Just hearing about the things that, that really scare people and how it all comes from this like weird show that was just for kids. I'm and, so happy it was made it. though. Like watching episodes, oh, I was like, this is fantastic. Absolutely. Like, it looks great. It's like this ugly style that I like. If that yeah. Makes sense. like it's supposed to be kind of ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody's really supposed to look super anatomical or, or correct at all, but it all gets the point across enough. Um I remember I was talking with my, my mother, shout out mom. <laughs> um, I was talking with her when you guys were telling me about this episode to see if she had any, uh, you know, knowledge of things that scared me as a child that I may have forgotten or blocked out. Blocked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't block any of it out. Yeah, and we got talking about Courage the Cowardly Dog, and she was like, yeah, I just feel like maybe you guys were too young to be watching that. And I was like... I I thought – I I don't think – I think this is, like, the perfect age range for this show. Um, I think it's a little discrediting to, you know, be like, oh, kids are sometimes too young for these kind of, like, subject matters. And they're like – they're – way more like intelligent or a little bit more in tune like maybe not on an emotional level but they're, they're understanding some of the things that are happening and so kind of introducing them to this way that's a little bit lighter a little less like visceral but still like a little disturbing i think was a good way to do it and i i think i, I still enjoy the show and i have fond memories watching I'm it. i'm behind you on that as well i don't <laughs> i don't know the psychology behind it but i <laughs> agree that like I'm happy I watched it, so I have to imagine. I don't know. It was it was good. I mean, also, Courage is a great character. Yeah, I really enjoyed that he is this scared dog. I'm getting philosophical about Courage, but like he is scared. He is a cowardly dog, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, every episode he saves the day and he pat- pushes past the fear. And I, yeah. I think that's awesome. It is truly the juxtaposition of uh, acknowledging your fears and then standing up to yeah. them. And that is that is. Courage in the face of cowardice. Yeah. <laughs> it is truly the dichotomy. Hey, <laughs> Hannah, you need to watch more of this show. I'm sorry. Are we talk about it. There's, I, I also say there was a lot of serious subject matter in the show. And I, I distinctly remember an episode where Courage helps a bunny get out of the abusive relationship yeah. with a dog to run away with her friend, in quotes, mm-hmm. the, the rabbit. And it was very much implied that uh, they were going off to be together. And I thought that was awesome. I was like... Yeah, it it's super cool. Like, and I think as a kid, like you don't think about it as like, what are the implications of this? You know, it's sort mm-hmm. of just like this guy is doing a bad thing, and I'm glad to see that this person or this bunny who was personified uh, is no longer going through yeah. this, and I'm glad that courage was there to help stand up to him. They also had some interesting mental health episodes. There was a uh, thief with uh, with schizophrenia, and and it, and courage basically like helped him like get away from the police. Yeah, he climbed up Abe Lincoln's nose in the, whatever that memorial is. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember, I remember that, that too. <laughs> Holy shit. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> he had us so uninterested. What a fever dream. What a yeah. fever dream, that show. This is, if we just name every episode, this will be our most viewed. We just go through and, like, remind everybody. They're going to go, oh, my God. Somebody just crashed their car when they thought mm-hmm. of that episode.
1: They're so excited.
0: <laughs> he climbs up Abe Lincoln's nose. They, they get a big finger to try to pick him mm-hmm. out of Abe Lincoln's nose. Yeah. What's that monument called? The one where they like destroyed that, that native land. mountain. Yeah, that it was like very clearly cool. uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. Yeah.
1: For a second, my brain went the Washington Monument. I know I couldn't think of exactly, <laughs> that's exactly, exactly like, what I went. I couldn't think of it like, I was like, the monument with Abe it.
0: Lincoln? That's the Washington <laughs> Monument, for sure.
1: <laughs> Which also is not a sculpture of a guy. Not a, a not a dude at all. Nope. No. <laughs> so we had that.
0: Courage really, made me really think good. that there you could climb maybe Lincoln's nose at Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I believe. I'm it. still a little skeptical. About yeah, that. you might be able to.
1: <laughs> but we should. I've seen we National
0: should. Treasure too. All right, <laughs> yeah. Little secrets.
1: Oh shit! Is that out, Mount Rushmore?
0: Yeah, don't they like. My, don't they, like, climb into Mount Rushmore? My, I think they they, they, di- they dip over to Mount Rushmore. They take some pictures, and then they go no, to, like, was... a lake behind it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they go, like, into the rocks, that they're in the caves. Yeah. And then they leave Ed Harris behind to die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rip, Harris. rip to the goat. He was the villain of that, so. He was the villain.
0: Well, villain's well, the there subjective. To... It's a, there's some gray area. That's true. If you ask the U.S. government, Nick Cage is the villain mm-hmm. of those movies.
1: Well... U.S. government <laughs> is the villain of most other stories. So <laughs>
0: I would commit heinous acts to get a third one of those movies. Mm, yeah. To be honest with I you, do
1: a lot of bad things. Yeah, to get that for movie real. Made. I'll even have
0: John Voight in them again. I don't care. <laughs> like,
1: I <laughs> uh, Nick Cage has been struggling. I'm pretty sure he had some like dinosaur fossils that so he had to like give back or something. What? heights! Yeah, he we're
0: struggling. He the man also, is still no. He
1: was in like the a lot of working actor in Hollywood. How do you
0: struggle and have dinosaur fossils? I
1: think that was part of it because he was wasting money on things like dinosaur fossils. He's still working. He just
0: did another movie.
1: He's decided he wants to step away from movies and do TV.
0: What do you do with dinosaur fossils if you're not a museum?
1: I feel like... Am I making this up?
0: <laughs> you're worse I than me. To, this is I a great have episode. I have to
1: look this up now. <laughs> I'm like freaking out. Pause. Uh,
0: while you're saying that, let's talk about other Nick Cage facts. Did you know he's a Coppola? I did yeah. know that, yeah. yeah. Does everyone know that? Yeah, I did know that. He's a Nepo baby. Um, yeah. Did you know that uh, for the movie, the Ghost Rider movie, they had to like cover up his Ghost Rider tattoo? To film? No way. Yeah. yeah. He has like, yeah. like a huge Rider tattoo, That's and they it. were like, we have to you cover it up, because no, obviously no he would not have a tattoo. Himself. Okay. Yeah,
1: I was correct. In 2015, he returned a T-Rex skull that he purchased in 2007. Probably because
0: King Ramses was after him.
1: Return. No. Um, the skull the was acquired from a gallery that had smuggled fossils. So, like... It
0: was Secondhand stolen fossils? Yeah, he what pretty a much had secondhand stolen okay. fossils. Right. Absolutely Nick Cage Hell thing yeah. to do. The
1: case was called United States versus One Tyrannosaurus Skeleton.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> one Tyrannosaurus Skeleton? What season of uh, RuPaul's Drive Race uh, is she on? <laughs>
1: oh my god. <laughs> That's a great name.
0: One Tyrannosaurus Skeleton. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Um also fun fact when he acquired that via the bidding in 2007 he had outbid Leonardo DiCaprio. What? It was just those two guys beefing over a T-Rex skull. Is it- I
0: feel like I'm ha- am I asleep? I, <laughs> I feel like I'm having a fever dream right now. Are they illegal to own? Like it feels like it should be illegal.
1: It was 150 million dollars. Oh,
0: well, technically God. it's not a real oh, skull. Oh, maybe it's that was between uh. Oh,
1: no, this article <laughs> says Nicholas Cage blew 150 million on a dinosaur skull, pygmy heads and two European castles. So I guess that uh, added that's sort of a deal. value. Pygmy Value. Whatever, oh, whatever no. keeps him working. Okay. It was no. This other article is saying he bought the skull for 276,000. All right. So
0: Still yeah. a lot. this is becoming too much. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I also wanted to say that we didn't we didn't really touch on um thematic things in that first episode and I wasn't planning on doing it for courage but we kind of did hit it talking about in the face of of uh fear having that courage yeah. right? And that that's is like sort the of point. the, the mean, overarching I, of the show.
1: I very much talked about what the theme I got of what I got from that episode
0: mm. about how Capitalism. we should kill Mr. Krabs. That is true, probably. yeah. Yeah, I
1: talked exclusively oh, about Okay, good capitalism. point. You're right, you're right. What I would add is that, that I didn't say, is that we are recording this episode at night. Oh, true. Not.
0: Spongebob <laughs> is a class traitor. He's,
1: he really is. He
0: kind of is, yeah.
1: Also, he forgot the secret sauce is one of the quotes Spongebob says. Like he's trying to figure out why the hash singing slasher is dead or something. He's like, he forgot the secret sauce? What do you think the secret sauce is for a Krabby Patty?
0: Tartar sauce. Probably like uh if it's a secret. Wait, yeah, what do you mean? We don't know the secret formula. Well hold on. I'm hold guessing
1: on. what you think the secret sauce is. was in the episode, so it's a very mm-hmm. relevant question. Much more relevant than in the Wait. cage dinosaur skull. Hold
0: on. I'm so lost. What is the secret sauce? What do you think sauce? the
1: secret sauce is on a Krabby Patty page? I don't know, what it's is funny? it? Why are you lost
0: then? My answer I said tartar sauce.
1: Why'd you say you were lost?
0: Oh, I don't know. I thought it's fine.
1: <laughs> I think it's like a spicier sauce than tartar sauce. What
0: well, if it's like less of a sauce and more of like a way they make the patties? Like they make them with like whale oil or something yeah, weird like something that. Nefarious. There is Mr. an episode.
1: Krabs definitely uses. There there's kind of fish? an episode. In there. no, no,
0: no. There's an episode where Plankton and his whole family find the secret formula, and it's Plankton. Is it the? But it was fake.
1: It's a joke. Yeah. It's fake, oh. but it scares yeah, all of them.
0: Now. Yeah. I should have covered that episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's even scarier. <laughs>
1: People have theorized right. that the Krabby Patty is just crab
0: Duh. cakes. Just <laughs> crab
1: cakes? Yeah. That's
0: why there's no other crabs and in the show. And then
1: tartar sauce. Holy shit. Mr. Krabs is not only a class trader, but he's also
0: a, can- a cannibal. i no cannibal. <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, cool. We courage. have to do the next
0: step. No, no, no I no, liked what? the yeah. plagues. What? Oh, Hannah, you, tell you? you liked something about courage? I did. Oh. The
1: second watch through.
0: You liked the plagues. I liked
1: the plagues. The music. But I, but I thought it was we so found something for you. fucking funny that one of the plagues was just loud music about <laughs> King Ramses.
0: Yeah, because they're old people. That you know? King Ramses song, I like. it will Break always it be in my head somehow. You know? King
1: Ramses! I was like, uh. what plague of these three plagues would actually scare me the most? And I do think, honestly, the answer could be music if it's my mom's radio stations.
0: <laughs> Played at full volume.
1: Philadelphia 92.5. If you're in the area, you know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I do want to say one other thing okay. about <laughs> move County. Right. Uh, uh, and it's sort of like something that you touched upon with Spongebob is just how pretty the show is. Mm-hmm. Like, on top of everything... There's, there were so many, like, really cool and, like, really beautiful shots that I mentioned at one point as the locusts, which is the final plague, oh, yeah. are, like, circling around and creating this, like, halo of locusts around the the house. There's, like, this weird shot up of the house as you see these locusts circling around it. And it's just, like, a beautiful still. Like, a really beautiful still. They busted their ass back in the day in these hand-drawn shows. It's yeah. actually crazy how much better it can look. And I miss it. And, uh... We blame Disney for destroying their 2D animated studio on purpose, and I think we've said you know, that know, I've said on another episode. I, ha- I have, yeah. and we're coming back. Well, Disney, we're coming back. Right? You think we forgot? We didn't. They did on purpose. <laughs> I mean, we also Ed and Eddie was the last running uh, 2D or yeah, 2D hand drawn, I believe, because I've read that before. It's run on Cartoon Network, so. Yeah. Also great. Also very ugly on purpose show. Ugly on purpose. Yeah. I like it. Shows the real flaws in people. Yeah. They didn't want to make them perfect. They didn't, everyone, people are ugly. We're all just weird another looking. another show mm-hmm. I didn't watch. Yeah. You fucked up. We got I wish you were less stubborn because then we could actually make you watch all of these. <laughs>
1: no thanks.
0: But you'll just hate it I'm on okay. purpose.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I will.
0: complimented though. Courage is great. Mm.
1: I do love to hate things on purpose. I want to
0: cover more courage episodes. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of things I did not hate on purpose goosebumps the haunted mask season one episodes one and two it's a two-parter baby
0: and matt was the one that suggested this one yes give now. us
1: the plot description
0: oh hell yeah all right uh out the gate starts out we meet rl stein he introduces himself i wrote the goosebumps books uh i hope you're in for a scare or something <laughs> like that he says something like that um so thorough yeah, we open up on a most likely Pennsylvania town, uh, where what was her name? She had a double name. Carly Beth. Carly Beth. Thank you. I uh, like how
1: you're telling, trying to quote <laughs> R.L. Stein directly and can the main character's name.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I remember every part of R.L. Stein on screen. I just blacked out for the rest of it. Um, no, we follow Carly Beth, who is a known scaredy cat, as she uh, goes through the the trials and and you know turbulence of what I assume is like early high school or like late middle school yeah. age. Uh, she's getting bullied. She's getting scared by pretty much everything. Like if you just put a pumpkin in front of this girl, she's going to freak out. She
1: literally did. Uh, she's crazy. got,
0: yeah, she's got some issues and I worry about her family life. <laughs> um, anyway, it's the, it's the day before Halloween and she Concocts this plan uh, To get back at the the two boys Who are the the biggest bullies for her So she goes to this uh, Random shop uh, which says it's a novelty shop, but it looks like all they sell are masks.
1: It's just Spirit Halloween. It's
0: just a Spirit Halloween run by a creepy guy.
1: With a rash.
0: Yeah. With a rash. the <laughs> <I'm
1: so> scariest <laughs> The
0: true horror. Yeah.
1: Direct quote in my notes, the real horror would be getting a rash.
0: Yeah. It's tough, but we don't disrespect people who have things going on medically. It's fine. Um, I get rash. He's living okay. his truth. And he's he's a business owner. He's a small business owner. Um, Anyway, she she goes into it, pleading to find a mask uh, right before Halloween. He says, you can check out what I have in stock, but this is all I have on the floor. And she finds a back room with more masks. There's a bit of a scuffle. She grabs one of the masks, uh, throws 30 bucks at this guy, and then dips uh, with her thing. She dons the mask. (laughs) She starts acting crazy. She goes trick-or-treating with her friend who's dressed as... uh, Cat. Cat, duh. Um... And she starts acting, like, super crazy and very gremlin-ish and starts shaking her friend. And that's where part one turns into part two for some reason. Um, Anyway, she gets separated from the friend. She's going nuts. This girl's, like, fiending for fear. And she uh, finds the boys dressed as pirates in the graveyard, uh, scares the absolute, like, bejesus out of them. But not at first. Only after acting, like, really crazy... Uh,
1: it's when she asks them to apologize to her. Yeah, they yeah,
0: she's uh, she's They're
1: scared of a strong woman.
0: She was going off the rails a little bit,
1: though.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're we're scared of a deranged woman, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, she buries a mask of her own face that her mom made for her in a sort of weird way. Uh, goes just dis- goes back to her friend's house, discovers the mask is fused to her body; it's become part of her. She goes back to the novelty shop. That strange man, small business owner. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's a part of you now. Nothing I can do. I'm wearing a mask right now. All the masks, by the way, there's like four of the masks. All of them are awake now and they're floating towards you. And you need to find a symbol of love in order to get this mask off. And so she, you know, hauls ass to the graveyard Un, you know, unearths the, uh, the, the mommy mask, the mask of her that her mommy made. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, and uh, is like, just shows it to these floating masks and he goes, this is me, this is me. And it kind of looks like He-Man. <laughs> it looks like He-Man. <laughs> uh, and then they all go away and she could take the mask off and uh, she lived, I assume, happily ever after until her little brother dons the mask, credits roll, uh, R.L. Stein. Hi, my name is R.L. Stein. I wrote the Goosebumps <laughs> book, uh, and you just watched the Haunted Masks. And yeah. that's it. And
1: then he shows his parents. In he the does audience. show his parents.
0: Yep. It's a sweet bit. It's one of the funniest parts of the, my entire life.
1: <laughs> I don't think you could hey. have made that longer if you.
0: Just yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing fifteen-second summaries today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, definitely a bit,
1: but like. He image, goes along. like
0: Hey, we forgot. Those are also <laughs> his old faces, the shopkeeper's old faces that were corrupted yeah. by his internal hatred or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the
1: the rash was also just corruption.
0: Yeah, so it's like the most interesting part of this whole story for me was this shopkeeper and like the like he just like. He just touches upon a little piece of lore for himself, which I was so intrigued by. I liked his lore. Yeah. I yeah. wanted
1: to see his real, like, the face onto the mask, bro.
0: Too scary. Too this scary. This was also an actual kid show that was... Like horror, right? Based yeah, off, yeah. Of no, this is true. I mean, this is like uh, the Goosebumps books, which are children's horror novels, which I read a shit ton of. Oh, absolutely, Hannah, you didn't, right? No, dog, un- I did
1: not like dude, horror things you're until uncultured.
0: college. That's all, literally all I would read in the library as a kid. I was like, I don't want to read anything. Because you don't know stuff. how to read. Yeah, basically. Well, oh I, God, also them, uh, I, I also read them, and I also don't know how to read, so. <laughs> So uh, I read, so, and I definitely read this one, but I had actually never seen it. I yeah. thought maybe I had, but no, I'd never seen it. So.
1: Damn, that yeah. That's so yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching this as a, as a little kid, and I was very disturbed by that mask. And I was specifically disur- disturbed when the masks started floating and chasing her. And I was like, this isn't it. I'm <laughs> freaked out, guys. Um, yeah, my, it was crazy.
1: In my notes, I wrote down, the real horror is four times. What do you think the real horror was in this episode, Matt? I don't know. I Tell wrote, me. The real horror would be getting a rash. The real <laughs> the real horror <laughs> Poor
0: guy, you know, he's just he's probably going to see well, a doctor about it.
1: I have I have sensitive skin. I get hives on one side of my wow. face sometimes.
0: So you're a traitor. Is what I've you're had saying.
1: allergic reactions again on the one cheek. It's very weird. Mm. So I get it, and it is horrifying. you skip bullied for huffing a rash on my face when I was 10 so the real horror would be getting a rash uh, I also wrote the real horror is the bullying
0: um, <laughs> they're really merciless with this girl what do you mean like, I mean it's not that hard though when she's scared if they they'd be like can I borrow a pencil and she'd be like ah Yeah, Yeah. she was a little over the top, but then they put a worm in her sandwich. That was was pretty messed up. And I like that.
1: Okay, two things. I also wrote the real horror is the duck in the mall because her mom makes her (laughs) a duck costume, which was inspired by her seeing a duck in the mall that she said she wanted to dress as for Halloween. Why is there a duck in the mall? (laughs) And I'm imagining, not like in a pet store, I'm imagining a lone, independent duck wandering.
0: Like a real duck and not a person in a duck costume. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was how I interpreted it, because I just imagined we I mean, were in fuck Pennsylvania.
0: Balls back then had a lot more uh, ducks. fountains and things. <laughs> yeah, true. <sure. laughs> <laughs> ducks. Way more. I mean, it's just, you know.
1: Okay, my other thing was, I was going to say, don't make fun of her for being scared of everything, including pencils. She might have a family history of trauma. <laughs> People with anxiety at PTSD are super jumpy. I Okay. In my last job... One of my bosses, he wasn't, like, my direct supervisor, but one of the supervisors would always, like, come up to me and, like, make a loud noise to try and scare me, because he knew I was reactive, and I turned around, and I was like, you know, I jump because, like, I have trauma, right?
0: am <laughs> sure you got him.
1: He did not care. <laughs> I thought that was really <laughs> fucked up, given we worked at a mental health agency, so but, like, you know, well, it'd be like that. I,
0: you know? Well, we... <laughs> I was, gonna say, <laughs> I was very impressed by this show actually and i've heard good things before i uh i mean like acting is not great but like for these like little kids playing this part i i really enjoyed i enjoyed the story and i do remember reading it so i liked it then but uh overall this show, like looked good it, i think it would have scared me a lot as yeah, a kid i agree like I enjoyed where it went. Like, I was, I loved R.L. Stein at the beginning, being like, hey, I wrote these books. I, everything about it really, like, and it, maybe there was a lot of nostalgia for it because it came out like 1998. So there's a very distinct feeling and like look that that has. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I'd watch more Goosebumps.
1: Okay. And we have to say, we actually had a scream in this one. Two. Mine was a joke.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> what do we scream at?
1: You screamed. Oh, it was me. <laughs> at the. Carly oh, mask, like, blinking. The
0: Carly mask smiles. smiles. Oh, yeah. And it looks at her. Yeah, it comes that to life. That
1: shit was icky. The He-Man so mask weird. smiling. So weird.
0: the the He-Man mask was going, Help me! That yeah, was that really was scary. scary, too. Yeah. There were. This is, like, a scary show. I really liked it. If the entire purpose is to scare kids, like, oh, this would work. Did yeah. we turn
1: the lights off for this? I can't remember. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, we had the lights off.
1: I was about, well, we still had, like, the kitchen light on. I think if we turned them all off, I might have been scared now.
0: yeah. There's some. I'm sure there's scarier episodes. We should to. look up what the scariest Goosebumps episode is, and then we can watch that one.
1: Maybe we'll watch all of them. Rank might have been them. like
0: Welcome to Camp Fear or whatever. That one was that yeah, one. Yeah, the book was it. scary. So you never read these? And this is crazy. No, I, I like read
1: like a couple of the scary stories. Tell in the dark, and those were too much for me. Mm. But I think wait. Those I thought are... that was just
0: a show. Am I dumb? No, no. no that was a that there's was a book in not show. Oh, I was I, thinking of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, yeah. With Scary oh, Stories to Tell in the Dark. Scary Stories was the multiple think, short stories. That that think, was good. Yeah, I don't think Scary Stories to they, Tell in the Dark had a they show they made they had a, movie. a movie. Yeah. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: I had them mixed up. I was thinking of Are You Afraid of the Dark?
1: I read like one or two of those and it actually like legitimately scared me. Oh, they're good. And so I was like, all right, no more horror books for me. No, they're like Until, really like, good. Until like as an adult, I was like, I could read something with a ghost.
0: Now you run a horror podcast.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's pretty wild this is transition. A yeah,
0: I mean, this is just courage in the face of cowardice if you have to
1: yeah i'm so inspiring truly
0: i agree the scariest part I... of this
1: episode is our neighbor walking around in the background <laughs> upstairs here
0: yeah sorry well i'll say what else do we like or dislike about about this i feel like i it was hard for me to complain about any of these because i was like you know for what they're going for they kind of did exactly what it needed to do yeah i mean uh I I really liked all the parts of like I felt like they were really um really careful about the parts where the masks became like moving and involved and and how they worked that into like sort of the storytelling and the jumpiness of this whole mm-hmm. thing cuz they weren't like that the mask even when she was wearing it most of the time looked mostly like just a mask a lot of the times and it looked just like a halloween mask I mean credits to the to the you know props department for making just cool looking masks yeah they look cool they look scary but like the the like the parts where the mask talks it happens so infrequently or like with like eyes would open when nobody's wearing it or like there's a point where like all the masks turn and look at her and something like that and like those parts are so like sparingly used that Mm -hmm. i feel like it had so much more emphasis yeah it works it was a lot of effect i'll also say i think my favorite shot in this is her favorite scene is where she's scaring the other two kids and they do a bunch of close-ups of the mask and it's like wet mm-hmm. and sweating yeah. and I actually it's crazy what, what your brain will unlock but I remember that in the book I remember like reading about how like the mask starts to like almost look um like gooey like yeah. like how the mask is supposed to mm-hmm. and that's what I saw there and I was like oh my god like that is it looked so cool and I was like yeah it put some effort into this mm. it's crazy yeah I would love if uh if Tim Burton and Netflix would hop on and do like a, do like a mask, like limited series, I think that would be really sick. R.L. Stein's The Mask a Limited. With Burton, you don't want Burton for that. I think I think somebody he'd be else. the man for it. <laughs> I think so.
1: Fight, fight. Well, you know, fight. you know,
0: this is an anti-Burton uh, podcast. Yeah.
1: I'm
0: coming. <laughs> fully... I'm, I'm here in support, in solidarity of <laughs> With Burton. Tim Burton. All right. <laughs> I'm in the middle. I wouldn't say that too loud.
1: <laughs> I'm in the middle.
0: Uh, I'm not and I'm not fully anti. He's, he's fine. You were pretty him. anti. You talk shit him. a
1: lot off, off sucks. the mic. <laughs> if I'm ratting you out. I did
0: refer to him as a hack. Yes. That might be a little strong. Wow. <laughs> that might be a little strong. <laughs> but... Yeah. I like him. And I hope they cast me in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I'm available. <laughs> what part are you playing? Kathy uh, Beth, whatever, Carly Beth. Yeah, I hope to play either Carly Beth, or if it's a little later in the making, I hope to play the novelty shop owner. And Oh, okay, yeah, I
1: yeah. see it. I see that.
0: Put the rash on my face. Yeah, for sure. Put the rash on my face.
1: For sure, for sure. <sighs> Thematically.
0: There were themes in this. Tell us about yes. it. That's crazy. I know. I, I thought I'm well watched. Shy
1: girl gain confidence with mask and then learn to like her true
0: self. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very much kid's theme, but it was still good of like, you're okay as you are. You don't have to change for other people.
1: For some reason, when she first put the mask on and was so confident, it made me think of like Hannah Montana putting the wig on. <laughs> it's like, wow, she's a whole different girl now.
0: Yeah. But I think, I think that also goes then to the shopkeeper who is like, you don't want to know what I look like under this because he keep, keeps putting masks on to not show his true self and they keep rotting through because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he won't show his true self. And I was like watching, I was like, damn, I was like, it's crazy how like easy it can be to just like follow through on simple themes. And yet how many fucking movies do we watch like Night Swim that can't do it? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like not hard, especially it could be that simple. You, you had your story, you have this one theme, it drives a, an idea home. It's perfect for children. Like, why can't movies for adults consistently do that? It's crazy.
1: Yee? Yeah.
0: Pretty, more than just Night Swim. Sorry. We just watched that and did an episode on it. So I'm talking shit. But, like.
1: Fun episode, though. Fun
0: episode. I still mostly had a fun time watching the movie, too. But. Yeah, yeah.
1: honestly, I've rewatched just because I had so much probably <laughs> so much joy to laugh at it.
0: But uh, there are any other. I, I don't see any other <laughs> themes beyond that one. This seems no. like it's very much. Trying to tell you exactly how it feels. She tried to
1: bury herself, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. and then really just understood who she was I, and felt okay with who she was. I feel
0: stupid for missing that, that she buried her bust yeah. that her mom made of her yeah, to bury herself. Um, that's big brain shit.
1: R.L. Stein, man. R.L. Yeah.
0: Stein, literary genius. Literary genius, R.L. Stein. That man had like two hundred books. I swear.
1: Should I recommend a Goosebumps book for one of my book clubs?
0: Just see yes. how it goes. Or have where... no shelf control. Big goosebumps. Read the first one. Welcome to the Dead House. That's great. That was the very first one. Number one. Goosebumps one.
1: Yeah, I know nothing.
0: Welcome to the Dead House is Goosebumps one. I yeah. never realized that there's like a they in order. A yeah. real uh, well, no, but there's like a real parallel between that and the uh, what is it? Uh... It's a, um, a American horror <laughs> story. Season. Oh yeah, yeah. The first one of that is about yes. so essentially Welcome to the Dead House. Similar. I think in Welcome to the Dead House though they were all like they were all like everyone in the neighborhood was like ghosts or vampires or something weird. Something like that, yeah. It was interesting. It was good. It's good shit. Let's. That's. We can do book club. We can just read all the Goosebumps books and then do a podcast. All the Goosebumps. books. be like books. it'd be like Potterless except Goosebumps. It could be for you since you never read them. We read two hundred and fifty Goosebumps books. <sighs> well, we would do one one book an episode. <laughs> sure, wouldn't take long. Hey, how you many could, books are there? Oh, look it up. Let's find it. A lot. We've got a fact. You also got to read The Beast and The Beast Two. Those, those were his books.
1: Are he's there. got a
0: bunch of the Choose Your Own Adventure ones.
1: Sixty two.
0: Oh my god, it felt like 200. I'm surprised it's only 62.
1: Guys, we can really make...
0: We could... What if we... Solid pod. Of just goosebumps. This is podcast number two. If you want that comment... Mm, I don't... You don't want that? I don't want that. I want that. <laughs> I'll do it. If you want to force yeah. Hannah into it, comment. Just read every single... Well, we would read one and then do an episode.
1: For like You can read them in like an hour. An yeah, I am pretty sure you could oh, finish it. an OP. hour. How long are they?
0: Not me. I can't read.
1: You don't no. know how to read. <laughs> We've yeah. been through that.
0: I can only read Braille. There's no pictures.
1: <laughs> can only read Braille. <laughs> How, what's the average length here?
0: Like 100 pages or less. Average I'm making that. I said there were 200 Braille. books. I have no. Two. I have no clue. We can review all the Goosebumps books. This is such a oh, ridiculous episode. This
1: article is now saying 235 all books. Holy right. yeah. hell! What's happening? That's and what the I was average saying. book in the series is 126 pages long. Hell yeah! So I was reading them like third scene. grade. Yeah, how big? My mom how reading big it is to the me. font?
0: That's
1: <laughs> my question. Yeah, it's
0: gotta be junky. There's gotta be double spacing oh, I'm This out is what's happening. Alright. Yeah. Should we wrap this one up? What else do we need to say about these?
1: Nothing, truly.
0: They're good. Yeah. I wanna I wanna watch more goosebumps and I'll yeah. cover more. Revisit the things that traumatized you as a child, and maybe you will also find that... I
1: refuse to revisit ET. Oh,
0: <laughs> I will say, alright. Of the three, <laughs> Hannah, which one do you think would have scared you the most as a kid?
1: Mm. Um depends on what time of day.
0: Alright, give it to elaborate then
1: uh middle of the night courage
0: okay mm-hmm. courage does feel like In general,
1: goosebumps
0: oh, i watched spongebob
1: as a child didn't scare me
0: yep all right i'll say mine it's courage all the way that episode i as much as i did think that goosebumps would scare me like it was there was actual like genuine fear of king Ramses. yeah if i
1: woke up to the image of that guy
0: i just sat there and watched it i was probably waiting for scooby-doo to come mm-hmm. on because that's what i wanted to watch you know but I do like Courage. Was, looking back, I do think Courage is one of my like top five Cartoon Network shows.
1: Damn, well, mm-hmm. how many Cartoon Network shows were there at our...
0: Oh, oh I watched a lot. There was a lot. Ed and Eddie. Well, Scooby-Doo was reruns, but whatever. There's like seven different Scooby-Doo shows. Yeah, you had Ed and Eddie. I love Codename Kid Next Door. Oh, yep. my God. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Foster's Home for. Yeah, well, on that. oh, that was. Well, I'm feeling yeah. ignorant yeah. as
1: shit, dude.
0: Yeah, I was supposed to say Fairly Odd Parents, so that was Nick.
1: That's Nick, mm, bro. That that was I watched that one. one. That
0: show, that show slaps. There's a lot of good shows, yeah. though. I have to go through. It's been a minute.
1: I want to watch Wild Thornberries if we're watching a childhood animated <laughs> show.
0: Find a horror episode. <laughs> I just
1: want to hear Tim Curry.
0: <laughs> yeah. True. Okay.
1: All right. That's let's all let's rather. Oh, show. Matt.
0: Yeah. What did you say was your scariest? Oh, it's gotta be uh three for three courage Courage cowardly dog that that messed me up i just got uh, the flash of an image of like uh a recurring dream i used to have as a kid where he was on my actual front lawn and i would like freak out because my uh my room my bed is right next to the uh the window and i have a perfect view of the front lawn i could like picture him there and it would like Freaked me out so much. <laughs> I hope we unlocked a memory for a lot of people, and they're all going back to watch *Courage* because yeah. I know I've talked to other people that have also said that that episode traumatized them. So that's great. All right, let's wrap it up, Matt. Thanks you for joining us again. You got anything going on? You got a plug? Uh, no. <laughs> come, come come by come by no, furniture I'm, West. End. Yeah yeah come by furniture. I'm chilling. Um, yeah. Living the absolute life, doing my thing. I'm on a spiritual journey. Uh, Yeah, come get some.
1: Come get some. (laughs) All right.
0: Let's wrap it up. (laughs) I've said that a couple times. Are you ready? Do your thing, Hannah. Sign us off.
1: I'm Hannah.
0: I'm Matt Hannah.
1: Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Horror Hour with the Hannahs. Make sure to listen to future episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you can find podcasts. You can follow us at Horror Hour with the Hannas on TikTok and Instagram for more content. If you like the podcast, please follow and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Happy hauntings!